the word of God that comes to us today is from the Apostle John about John the baptizing one. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light but came to bear witness about the light. You may be seated. Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. 1027 on Thursday night. It's the darkest time of the year in the Northern Hemisphere. Y'all ready for it? Technically, it's cosmologically the time when the sun is directly overhead the uh, Tropic of Can uh, Capricorn. I'm sure you all knew that, and that's very important to us. Really, what's important to us is that it's dark, right? It is dark up here in the Northern Hemisphere. Those of us who are uh, living in the land of Buffalo, we know it very well. Um, not only is it dark outside, we, this time of year, we especially feel that it's dark in the world. Not just, you know, the amount of hours in the day, but goodness and life and peace in our world is at a minimum out there and in here, right? Do you, do you feel it? At Christmas time, this darkness time, it's hard. It's very hard. You all have many obligations that you are not going to get to, right? Maybe you will, and it will not be peaceful. Uh, it's just dark, right? It's a hard time. You have, you have your own personal darkness. You have your own personal 10.27 p.m. And that may not be exactly this Thursday night. It might have come recently. It might come in the future. But we all sense a deep darkness in our world. Disappointments. Conflict, sadness, grief, anger, hatred, depression, anxiety, right? I can go on, right? And that'll just make it more dark, right? Well, that's not why we've gathered today. The darkness, it's not talking about the hours of the day, but the darkness in our world and in our hearts, is that from God? This is a dumb question. Is that from God, everybody? No. We know of God, right? He has described the opposite. 1 John chapter, um, I believe it's 5, says that God is light. This is chapter 1, sorry, verse 5. God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. There is nothing, even a shade of darkness in God. And we can say that means there is nothing that's ungood in God. It says, James, the brother of Jesus, says that every good and perfect gift comes down from above, from the Father of lights. This is who God is. He is a God of light. Uh, other places it says in the Bible that, um, the, that uh, God shines forth in light, that Daniel says that light dwells with God. If you read Ezekiel chapter 1, you see flashes of fire and light and jewels. It's a beautiful in the presence of God. Our own St. Paul says this in 1 Timothy 6. He says that God alone has immortality and dwells in inapproachable light, right? You catch that? We can, we appreciate the sun, right? But we can't dwell in its light. Uh, how much more the God who holds all the universe in his hand. He dwells in inapproachable light. He is light. He is good. So that's, that's the contrast, right? The lightness of God and the darkness of our world. And we feel it. Well, today I, I want to... I want to bring just a short, you're all going to laugh in a moment, a short message about uh, 
this light that has come. Look at your gospel reading. It's also on the cover of your bulletin. These verses about one who has come to change this. Right? This, is the, this is not the Apostle John. This is John the Baptist, the extended relative of Jesus, his second cousin or something like that. It says, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. So I want to think about John, and as we read about John, I want you to transpose it over the top and, and think me, right? You. You, in many ways, John is an example, we could say, of, of us. So let's think about who is John, what did he do, and why did he do it? So the first thing, well, who is John? We can just read here. There was a man sent from God. Imagine for a moment, you know there's a sky God. You know that there is some creator out there. You don't know his name. In our world today, it's not so much these tribes. It's more like I'm spiritual but not religious. I don't have a God that speaks to me. So think for a moment, you don't know who this God is. And then all of a sudden, this is true. There is a man who was sent from God. Is that good? It's very good, but it's also something that you want to hide from, right? I don't really want God to tell, to expose myself and show my own darkness. So it's good and bad. There was a man sent from God. Uh, think of uh, our Secretary of State. Whether you like politics or not, our, our Secretary of State, throughout all these years, 1790 or something, we've had Secretaries of State. These people are, in, are put in charge by the President. Whenever they go and speak with other countries, whatever they say is the same thing that the president has said. Whether they're quoting the president or just saying, hey, the president wants this. They speak on his authority. So here, there was a man sent from God. This is, this is good, that a man came who was sent by God, and his name was John. I don't think we have any Johns in here today, do we? No, there's a lot of Johns in America, but there is not one here but we can still transpose this and think to ourselves, there was me sent by God. Uh, anyway, think about that. Um, what, is he a good man? Yes. Uh, in John chapter 5, it says that this man, John, was a, a shining lamp for a while. Right? As he lived, he was, he was a, a man full of light. That is very good. Would you like that to be described of you? Every time I see this person... They, I just like experience the encouragement, the goodness of God, the kindness of God, the truth of God. Right? That would, that's a beautiful thing. So there's a man sent from God. He was not the light. Right? Is John the Baptist or John the Baptizer perfect? No. Pretty sure we're not either, right? Right? So what did he do? What did this John, the baptizing one, do? Well, of course he baptized. At the end of our text, it says he came. It's actually in the, a little bit lower in the text than what you have in your bulletin. He came baptizing to reveal this one who is to come to Israel. He came to show others the way. And it says here specifically that he came to bear witness about the light. He came to bear witness about the light. Think for a moment. Why do you need a witness? In what setting might you need a witness? You can participate now. In court, right? Uh, I saw this happen, right? If there's a criminal case, right? Anything, can you think of other times? A marriage, right? How many times have you, you know, seen someone sign uh, a marriage license? They're saying, I saw it. Right? I was there when Pastor Zach 
officiated at the wedding and said, I declare you to be husband and wife. And you write your name on the marriage license. You're a, an official witness, right? So you need it in times when you're not sure what the truth is at a criminal case or just to make sure these people are really married. There's lots of times to have a witness. You all agree? But what about this? Can you see that the lights are on? You see that these wreaths are lit up? Can you see that the, there's flames all over the sanctuary? Yeah, do I need to witness to you about that? No, you already know it. Why do you know it? You can see it. So why do we need someone to be a witness for the light? Because you can't see it. If you look at our text, it tells us about people who can't see the light. And we know the light is the truth of God. Verse, verse 4 says this, verse 5 says this, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. And those are beautiful words, but it can also be translated just as easy. And I think John, he puts a lot of words in that can be used either way. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not understood it is another way to think about that. Has there been a time in your life when you did not understand the light of God, just couldn't see it? Or what about your loved ones? You have people that you love. They just cannot understand the light that you happen to see at this time. Yeah, I think we all understand that. So this text, the light, that is Jesus comes and he shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. And that's why there was a man sent from God, that he might bear witness to the light. Well, that's what, what he does. He bears witness in many ways. One thing he does, even in our text, he says, there's one coming after me. I'm not anything special, just like me and you are not anything special. I'm not Elijah, last I checked. I'm not the prophet. I'm not the Christ. That's what John says. Who are you then, John? He says, well, I'm just the one. Uh, he says, I'm the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. Who is the one that John tells about? The Lord, right? Which is good evidence. This whole chapter is full of who Jesus is. He is true God. Here it says he is, John prepares the way of the Lord. And he also says, there's no one on earth, as great as I am, there's no one on earth who can loosen the sandals of Jesus. No one is worthy for that. So he tells us what he, what he testifies of. He's a witness that a greater one has come or is coming. And then lastly, we have in your text, he has other things, but he sees Jesus. This is verse 29. And he says, look, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He has testified. He bears witness that Jesus is the one who carries our sin away. That is good news. So that's who, who John is, a man sent from God. What he does, he bears witness. Well, why does he do it? It's in our text. Take a look. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that what? that all men might believe through him, right? This is God's intention, that all people would believe through him. So that's John. He comes, and that's his whole purpose in life, right? He's out in the wilderness eating locusts and honey. And by the way, I just learned this week, not sure if it's true, that locusts are not actually always grasshoppers, right? And sometimes it's the locust fruit that comes from the locust tree, which are actually in season. They're very good. So you can go out and eat some, get some locusts for Christmas, you know, you can chocolate-covered locusts. Locus. Well, he's out there. I don't know where I was going with that. He's out there. Um, who he is, he's a man sent from God. What he does is he bears witness. 
why he does it is so that all might believe. So for, for us, we also, who are we? We are those that the light has shone upon. We see in other places, uh, Isaiah says that the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shined. Jesus comes to fulfill that, to shine light on us. So we are those to whom light has shined. Uh, we have other places in scripture that says uh, those who believe in Jesus have been transferred out of the, the kingdom, the domain of darkness, and transferred into the kingdom of, the, of, of glorious light, chapter uh, 1 of Colossians. And I'm misquoting that, I'm sorry. So that's who we are, that's what we do. And this week, as you, who you are is a child of God, as you believe in Jesus. What is it that you are to do? Just like John, bear witness. Bear witness. You probably won't go to court today. No one's going to ask your official position that you have to sign for. But as you get ready for the celebrations around Christmas time, as you encounter those who are sad and, and struggling with all the darkness, you can bear witness that one has come who is light. We see this lots of places in the Gospel of John, but let me just give you one. This isn't just you alone. Jesus promised uh, to his disciples in the upper room, he says this, John 15, when the helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness about me. It's good news. The Holy Spirit will bear witness about Jesus. And then he goes on and Jesus says, and you also will bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning. So, we are promised that we will be given the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will bear witness through us and that we too will bear witness. And how do we do that? I'll leave it to your imagination, but one other example in the Gospel of John is that there's a whole crowd of people who saw what Jesus did, that Jesus uh, went to the tomb of Lazarus and he said, Lazarus, come forth. And this dead man walks out of the grave. He walks up the steps and they unwrap him and then in the time that follows, the days that follows, uh, Jesus then goes into Jerusalem. You ever wonder why there's thousands and thousands of people that are like, wow, this guy is, is not a normal guy. He's the king. Do you know why? Lots of reasons. But one is, is this. People talked about what he just did. This is John chapter 12. The crowd that had been with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to bear witness. The reason why the crowd went to meet him was that they heard he had done this sign. So they experienced Jesus, they saw what he did, and they just couldn't help it. They told others. Some of you are fans of the Buffalo Bills, and you're going to tell each other just how much they're going to defeat the Dallas Cowboys today. I just know you're going to talk about it, right? And especially if they do it, right? You're like, I can't believe it. It's a miracle. Right? Am I right or am I right? I'm right. You're going to talk about the Buffalo Bills, especially if they win. Are you going to talk about Jesus? Has he won? Yes, he has. He has won. So back to, that's who we are. That's what, we, what we'll do. And that's why we'll do it, so that others might come to believe. And lastly, we must end on this. Well, who? We've been talking about ourselves, right? In reference to the light, God himself. But let's not miss the point. The point of Christmas, you can see it on bumper stickers everywhere, is Christ. Who is Christ? We see it everywhere in this, this gospel. He's the word who is with God, who was God, who created everything. 
He is the true light which gives light to everyone. And he came into the world so that all would believe in him. What has Jesus done? Well, he has come to be the Lamb of God to carry away our sins. One other last testimony that John, the gospel writer, wrote. He was at the foot of the cross and he saw this about Jesus. This is John chapter 19. One of the soldiers pierced the side of Jesus with a spear and at once there came out blood and water. He who saw it has borne witness. His testimony is true and he knows that he's telling the truth that you also may believe. So John, the gospel writer, shows us what God has done, what Jesus has done. He has come to carry our sins away. And he's done that by taking our place and to give us the light of God. Why has he done it? Again, from the Gospel of John, chapter 14, and it will end with this. In my house, in my father's house are many rooms. If it weren't so, would I have told you that I go and will take you to myself, that where I am you may be also? And you know the way where I'm going. And Thomas said, where are you going? We don't even know where you're going, how we know the way. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. But did you miss it? Jesus came so that where he is, we may also be. That's why he has come down from heaven for us. And we rejoice that in eternity, we have these promises from Revelation. Again, the Gospel of John is the same author here. In eternity, the glory of God will come down and all of our darkness will be gone. It says of this new Jerusalem that it has no need of sun or moon to shine on it for the glory of God is its light and its lamp is the Lamb, the Lamb of God. Night shall be no more. They need no light of lamp or sun for the Lord God will be their light. The Lord Jesus is your light. So in this dark days, we pray that, oh God, help me to know who I am, that I'm your child. Help me to know what my role is here. It is to receive your light, to believe your light, and then to bear witness of your light to others, those who don't yet understand. May the Lord encourage your hearts and help you live it out this week. In the name of Jesus, amen.